presenting Channeling Eric's Hour of Enlightenment. Hello, everyone. I am so honored to have my dear friend, Sarah Kujawa, with her son and spirit, Adam, who's cut from the same cloth as Eric. And um, <laughs> I love them both. And of course, we have our awesome host, uh, Michelle Gray, as well. We're going to talk about a very hi, timely hi. subject. Hi. And hi, Eric. And hi, hi Adam. Hello, hello. <laughs> Eric's saying, hi, Mom. Love you. We're here. Oh. Very, very important subject around the holidays, as it always is. And that's about how to handle the holidays when you have loss. And so many of us do. So, Sarah, Adam, would you like to take over? And and see sure, if sure. It, so, it, it, and just see if Eric won't butt in this time or two. <clears throat> sure, sure. We we'll start out. So, uh, you know he will. Yeah. <laughs> so to any of those who are any of the listeners now who are going through any uh, difficult time, my heart goes out to you. Um, just to know that uh, Michelle and Elise and I, um, we have been through a lot of this, and um, so we're a little bit seasoned. So we can help with advice and to give you a little bit of clarity and understanding that um, there is more to life than um, our, what we see from our physical eyes and the grief that we feel during the holidays. I mean, even with the holidays approaching, usually for me, like it starts at Halloween, and I know it mm-hmm. does even earlier prior for Lisa, it starts even, you know, starts um, the anticipation of it, the anxiety of it, it all kind of creeps up. Mm-hmm. And... Um, it is just part of uh, recognizing and feeling our emotions, not numbing them. And um, for me, it was a lot of undoing a lot of my belief systems and how I was raised. Uh, my mm. son suddenly passed in January of 2014. So it put me on a spiral of learning how to communicate with my son. Mm-hmm. And thanks to Alisa and the work that she was doing with Eric, uh, I was led to her work and it helped it reinforce and say, well, you know, she can do it, and um, those that she works with can do it. I can do it. So therefore, we if all Alicia can do, can do it, anyone can do it. No, <laughs> that's true. That's yeah. true because I'm quite it, a dense monkey mind. So yes, yeah, and it's really it's this is a journey of I see that this was my life path. I didn't see that yeah. before he passed, but I had those, um, you know. Speed bumps all along in my life. I just didn't recognize them because I was closed off or asleep, whatever whatever term terminology you want to use. So mm-hmm. um, this put me on a path of wanting to communicate. And of course, holidays are huge in my family. I always have been, and uh, I'd like to continue the traditions, the traditions that my parents, you know, who who, who passed before Adam. Um, and then, so with my son passing, I didn't know if I could even bear to go through the holidays. And I told my family I didn't know if I could make it through the holidays because they were such an important time that I had never, even my son was 28, but I had never missed a quick Christmas with him because I knew how important it was in, for me. Like, I, yeah. my soul kind of knew. I remember even the last two Christmases where he was working out of town and he didn't know if he would be able to get into get in town in time for Christmas, both times that were like a last minute flight to get home. And I remember telling my husband that those last two Christmases saying, well, then we're going to meet him. We're going to go, you know, we'll drive to Oklahoma or we'll drive, you know, to Louisiana and we're going to meet him. Mm -hmm. And um, both times he was able to make the flight home. 
And so I knew on a soul level that it was very important for me. So I know there's a lot of aching hearts and um, out there who are listening mm-hmm. and will be listening on the recorded part that, um, you know, there's it, grief brings up everything. It brings up, it's like compounded, compounded of all those who yeah. would have, should have, could have, mm-hmm. of not just the recent loss, everything in your life. And so just to be kind and uh, gentle with yourself and um, learning to undo some certain beliefs re- regarding the afterlife, life after mm-hmm. life, and um, in, in understanding that we are so much more than our body. And um, there is so much evidence out there, but it's really still a personal journey. It still is something right. that you need to get knocked upside the head several times before you get oh, it. Oh, God, yeah. it's so ing- our old beliefs are so ingrained in us and have been passed down generation by society and for family and our Absolutely. cultural you know, teaching. So, um, so with me, um, I, I knew there was more to life. I knew there was more than my Catholic upbringing. And I didn't fear it. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand it. I didn't fear it, meaning I didn't, wasn't scared of learning and communicating but I was scared of that. I think it was similar with you, Elisa. I was afraid that it was going to go away. I know. That I was going to connect with him, and then he was going to go away again. Because so many people that I knew told me that. Oh, he's just going to be hanging out for a while, and then he'll move on. Like, what is that? (laughs) So, um, yeah. So it took a lot of strengthening my own um, self-doubt and worries and facing it and digging in, and with the holidays, that brought up so much for me to really focus on new traditions, old traditions, my boundaries, um, self-care, self-love, expectations of myself, um, not allowing other people's expectations to fall on my back. That's a biggie that we all Uh endure no matter what. And uh, really recognizing that the stages of grief are really not stages. They're kind of all blended and swirled, and it's like a roller coaster. Mm -hmm. um, So as far as what the boys have to say is that um, what I'm hearing is, too, is that we have to honor our own emotions, that there is no right or wrong way. There is no timeline. That's a linear thinking. And don't allow others to tell you what to think, say, or do. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Are there any traditions, so, traditions for you, Sarah, and your family since uh, after yes, the Yes, um, uh, I had gone to a reading just like within a couple of months after Adam's passing. So just to go in for like 20, having 20-minute readings, actually over by the Galleria, not too far from you. And um, one at one session, it was, uh, he came forward and said to use his boots that he had bought the day of his, his accident. Okay, that he was wearing when he passed. To use his boots as his Christmas stocking. Oh. Okay, so that's why you'll see in my group post uh, where I share his boots. He wore them for mm-hmm. just a matter of hours. Oh. And I use those and fill those with his favorite foods, treats, trinkets, whatever. When his daughter was little, mm-hmm. she would make art, you know, or decorations or, um, you know, a Christmas ornament or whatever to put in them. So that mm-hmm. is one thing I, I always do now. That is this. It filled my heart so, so much in that first few years yeah. that I continued mm-hmm. to do it because in those first few years, I still feared that he was going to move on in some way yeah. and that um, 
then I realized now it's more of a blending, and I know you guys understand that. It's more of a blending mm-hmm. that I know he's always with me. Yeah. That there's not that mm-hmm. separation. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and so, so, so that with the boots is the two big one. And then I realized I didn't make, need to carry that same old traditions of I have to do everything and bring the family together. Yeah. It's like those yeah. who want to come and share, fine. If not, we'll do it differently. Yeah, because you know? I, I find that very difficult because us, uh, most of us moms, we're the glue of the family. And, and yeah. more often than not, we're the ones that suffer the loss so much more than almost yes. everybody. Yeah, and so right. it's hard to keep, that, to keep everything together, basically. But I realize this younger generation, they want some of the traditions, but they don't want the same exact thing. Because yeah. maybe they, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I realized, and I do, my, when my mom passed, she, she passed when I was nine months pregnant with Adam. And then mm. I always tried to be the glue, trying to keep everyone together for the holidays after that. Right. And then I realized it's not my job. I can't right. beg yeah. them to come or to bring food or whatever. <laughs> I realized I need to step into my own power and go, this should be a, a joyous occasion. Right. Emotions, of course but to bring everyone together and whether we want to have lasagna that day or turkey or whatever, you know? That's right. Um, mm-hmm. So I learned to be, uh, the grief has taught me to be more open to newness and create new paths and, and not have to have it a same way because the unknown is scary. We know that. And it's scary yeah. for everyone who's going through change. Mm-hmm. Um, but I realized that I've made it this far. I'm always going to make it now. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think you know you get to that point mm-hmm. after you get to that top top hill of the roller coaster, right, Elisa? Where you exactly. know you're going to make it through. Yeah, you're right. gonna have dark moments, dark days, reminisce. Those old memories are always gonna be with you, but it's okay to have new memories. And when I realized that in my quiet time, my self care time is when I would connect with him. Even in the very beginning, I would connect with him. But I guess I wanted yeah. external validation from everyone. You know, and yeah. then, I, then I, that's working in my working on myself that I didn't need the external that it was like this is my relationship with him. It doesn't need to be, you know, validated exactly. by everyone. You know, whether you're talking about your relationship with God, Jesus, whomever, it's your yeah. relationship. Mm-hmm. Right. My big thing was, is it really okay for me to start wearing mascara again? I don't know. That's not a trivial, but I yeah, it sounds it's right. right. Or to laugh, right? You feel guilty. Or to laugh. I mean, I was raised. Is it yeah, okay I was raised Catholic, laugh? so which is all guilt based, right? So oh, no. you feel guilty about everything. So yeah. you feel guilty about being happy one minute and crying the next minute. So the yeah. holidays do bring up; they're a natural trigger because we all go back to wish it was like no different. Is when we get older and we look at our kids after they're grown and go, "Oh my gosh, I wish they were young babies again." But I know. You, you go through all of this. Yeah, you're. It, it's um, kind of like a light in life review when you're going through grief. Oh, it's like an in life review. That's the way I see it. I yeah. love like that. have to put it in perspective. Um, and journaling really helped me. Uh, using um, journaling, I went I went through several notebooks in that first couple of years of just writing mm. and writing, and that's how I did the automatic writing with Adam, and then it opened me up. You know, um, staying focused by writing. I'm sorry, is that the first form of communication yes. you had with him? Mm-hmm. Well, I used the pendulum for yes, no. Okay. okay. 
um, and, and then it went into automatic writing because my Reiki master that um, I did courses through, she was um, a channeler, and she, that's how she, she, she did it. So, therefore, of course, I learned from her. Yeah, was that she did automatic writing. Not that I couldn't converse, but sometimes when you're writing, keeping your hand, the flow, the energy moving, it would be more fluid. Mm -hmm. Exactly. For me, it's almost easier to connect straight to spirit versus having another person, you know, that you're connecting, you know, mediumship with. Oh, my God. The deal with the other energy. So, um, and the pendulum, in the quiet time, and working through your emotions, you know, and I do know to share with everyone, and I know you all agree, is that in the, when you're in heavy and grief, when you're in these, uh, you know, outbursts or you can't, uh, your emotions are all over the place, it's because they're, they're, you're feeling them. You're feeling their energy, and that brings right. up everything. Oh, my God. You're feeling right. it. So true. So, Adam, mm-hmm. what is your Christmas wish? And then, Eric, you mm. can be next. We have one other. What do you what do you want besides coal in your stocking, your boot? What would you like, Adam, for Christmas? <laughs> I'm, just I'm gonna ask him. He goes, Well he goes well he goes peas on earth, P E A S. Um <laughs> so he's gonna be really funny. He's gonna be funny just like Eric. He said if there was a deeper understanding, if there were more light workers that would open up about their teachings of uh communication with the afterlife, there would be less stress and, and less residual um heavy energies on the planet if they had a deeper and, ex, and expanded view of how the universe truly works, that we are so much more. He goes, if we could go back to the basics even of uh, Jesus' teachings, and this is all yeah. about teaching us about the afterlife, you know, yeah. about the kingdom of heaven. That's what he was here to teach us was about the afterlife. That's right. And um, he, was getting, he goes, we just all got to get back to basics, not about who said, he said, she said, Who's like not, who's lying, who's whatever. Absolutely, Adam. You're so wise. <laughs> because uses the heaviness of the planet creates the heaviness in your heart. Exactly. It, it, it takes each one of us to lift our hearts, uh, to lift lift others. If we don't lift our own heart, how can we expect an, another another yeah. to lift yours? So mm-hmm. it's um it's really it's our own doing on a mass level that there is different levels um, of dimensions that we can all reside in. A feel mm-hmm. better one is what you strive for, if, to feel better. Exactly. Feel better in your thoughts. So, Eric, what do you want for Christmas? And Adam, should, does he deserve it? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Eric, Eric's showing me, um, he, well, actually, he's singing it. Because um, he's showing me this old um, commercial that they used to have for, like, um, AT&T and Bell and all of that. It's, it's like, reach out, reach out and touch someone. This is what he's saying. Like, this is what he wants for Christmas. Reach out and touch someone. I know, what he's, he's I, I know what he's doing. Um, my my ex-brother-in-law, uh, uh, my father was such a fun crusher that anytime he would have his horrible antics, we would all sing, and he would sing, reach out, reach out and crush someone, Jose. (laughs) That comes from that, I know. All right, so. That's a good one. But he says, he goes, okay, but he goes, so what he really wants for everyone um, is he says, like, really, 
reach out and communicate because he says when we go through things like, you know, grief at the holidays and, you know, we go through these experiences, there's this expectation that comes from others, yes, and that we put on ourselves, smile on my face. And I'm going to walk through this whole experience and I'm just going to do it for everybody else and I'm not going to let anybody know how I feel. And he says, it's okay to be vulnerable and to, to reach out and connect right. and connect with others and, and tell them how you feel and, and tell them that maybe you need a, a little extra time and maybe you need that extra hug. And, yeah. you know, he says that the communication is to say, this is where I'm at and, and maybe I'm having a hard time and I need a little help right now. And he says, and being okay with that and being okay with not putting everything on our own shoulders. And he also adds, too, is to be okay with, you know, to stay with, now that we're getting back to gathering together and everything, he says, maybe it's a little overwhelming for you, and be okay with saying, I'd love to do that, but can I get back to you and let you know? Can I, can I you know, when do you need to know by, and allow yourself to kind of go with that flow how Instead of jumping to yes, which is what yes. I do. Oh, okay. Oh, of course. Of course. You know, and then I get yes. burnt out like I am now. Right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. 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 Okay, so yeah. And also having like, a, yeah, like a backup plan. So even if you say yes, just say, but you know, is, you know, I might only stay an hour. So that way you exactly. have a way out. Well, actually, yeah. you're not overwhelmed with anxiety before you go. Yeah. I, I, I might right. only stay an hour. So have a plan with, you know, with driving or whatever. Um, and so you're not setting yourself up, you know, and, and you have says, the trigger. Eric mm-hmm. says, you know, you don't have to explain to everybody everything that's going on within you either. He says, so it, it's okay, like just adding what Sarah just said. He says, you know, it's okay to make those, give yourself an out. It's okay to allow that. Mm-hmm. He says, because you're the only one that can do that for you. So don't be guilty. your own best friend and create those for yourself. Yeah. Right. And that's maybe part of your self-empowerment too. Isn't that a lot? Yeah. You know, because yeah. everyone's going to, if you start telling everybody your reasoning, you're going to hear everyone's mm-hmm. opinions. That's right. <laughs> you want that. That's right. That's right. right. Yeah. Don't you think that that's what's going on around that's kind of like going to be the running theme is that we don't have to give a full excuse. We can just know that's, is the whole sentence. That's, that's right. it. Ooh. That's right. And that, I that think that's going to be so the running true. theme. You yeah. know, that's really important for me to hear mm-hmm. because I always have to justify yeah. why I wanted to say no to something because I don't want to yeah. hurt their feelings. And that would be a freaking good yeah. excuse because I yeah. don't want to hurt them. It's very difficult. So just yeah. honoring your own self-empowerment thing. No, yeah. you say no. Oh, well, why? Well, because yeah. like kids they do. They don't yeah. need to know. Exactly. We don't need to know. And and we were raised to always have an excuse why the teacher, why you didn't have your homework or why, whatever. Yeah. Why you didn't do the dishes. We always had to come up with something. Or me being raised a Catholic, you got to come up with something for confession. Oh, (laughs) boy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I told my brother's to go, whatever it was. That's so funny. So I think it's really, this is where the planet is going. We don't have to. Why is it anyone's business anyway? That's exactly right. It's really not. Yeah. So we, know, we can learn that through the grief. Yeah. 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 So what's no matter changing? What, because it, is it, we're just changing from uh, contrast consciousness, you know, survival of the fittest, 
uh, you know, polarity to to like cooperation and unity. Like, is it that or why don't we need to explain ourselves anymore? Well, I think it's all of the above, but I think it's all of us that we don't. It's we don't need to, to like blabber on about what our reasoning is behind to justify it to anyone else. Well, they're probably it's not really just about anyway. our own empowerment. Eric is just saying that it's also, um, he says, Mom, it, we're going from being uh, directed from the outside, so out-directed to self-directed. And yeah. he says, and that has to do with our shift in consciousness and how important it is that we are aligning with what we truly feel inside ourselves because that's the path to how we experience being a sovereign being here on earth that we don't just follow blindlessly or blindly to what we're being told from outside of us that we really take the time to go within ourselves and follow what our own self-direction is. And I'll just add something that Eric taught me from the very beginning, which is really important is he says, nobody, Michelle, will ever know you as well as you know yourself. It doesn't matter who is saying what to you and to get to know yourself as deeply as possible will always always be the very best thing for you and it will always be there for you mm-hmm. right because so, everyone else's stuff is a projection you know with how that's they think right. you should be grieving or what you should be that's doing. right or how many people you know i'm saying the older generation would say well just um uh, stay busy in that way you oh, don't think about it that's or remember you have other children numbing it yeah so right. you got other children oh you need to be strong Strong for who? Oh, God. You need to get over (laughs) it. They would want you to be strong. I don't think so. (laughs) No. Yeah. No. Not at all. So to honor your feelings, if you feel like skipping over a holiday, you skip over the holiday. Doesn't mean you won't halfway through it decide you want to do something to celebrate for 20 minutes and then forget the rest of the day. You know, it's more about figuring out what, what helps that person in um, like Adam's saying, even like the silly Hallmark movies, but that my mom likes me that uh, oh, it's because, I do too. <laughs> yeah. And oh I haven't God. really got to watch a lot this year, but I know they really, really helped me during grieving times because it was yeah. like, mm-hmm. I knew they were safe. There was not going to be any violence. There wasn't going to be right. any trauma involved. They right. were safe. It was always a happy ending. You already kind of knew what was going to happen. So and they all have a dead mother a or a dead father or a dead sister or a dead brother, so they they're going through their grief anyway. So listen, yeah, yeah. ice skating and a pet. You're right. Exactly. So you're going to relate yeah. to it, but it, there's no trauma involved in it that's going to like shake you up like watching an intense movie, right? Love it. Um, and recognizing that. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Pardon? Go ahead. Um, and okay. uh, not being afraid to talk about your loved ones, your person, or person. Yeah. During the holidays, don't be afraid. Maybe well, you're the one needs. A lot of times, people or people around us, um, even family members, they don't know how to handle it, and so they they're better off better off not saying anything. You got the ones who stick their foot in their mouth, and the others who don't say a darn thing. And so, well, we um, our, a, you Eric, know, Eric's picture at the table uh, at his place. Well, one of the a, a person in spirit, I want to ask what he wants for Christmas, and I will start with a little backstory. Uh, okay. As a chief resident in internal medicine in, in um, UTMB Galveston, I uh, had this one young man, he must have been 
I'm going to say 13. He was a young kid. And very, very, he had acute myeloid uh, leukemia and myelocytic leukemia. And he was a very difficult, um, rude, misbehaving boy, but for obvious reasons, obviously. And I was the only one that he seemed to get along with. And so the hematologist, head of the hematologist department, um, paired me up with him. And um, he only wanted me to do his intrathecal chemotherapy, like doing his lumbar puncture and putting the chemotherapy in his um, in the CS in the cerebrospinal fluid, and we got along so well. And so it, it, I dreamt about him last night, and I dreamt about him being together with Jacob Manolo. And so I, you know, who died of the same disease. And I, I just wanted to ask Jacob, what would you, have you been in touch with my dear patient? I can't remember his name. Oh, it's been too many years. Um, yeah, and, yeah. and what do you yeah. want for Christmas? Yes, um, he says that um, um, this is this is friendship. Um, they have a friendship, and for you, was was a friendship. There was a um, like a, a, a there was another life connection there as well. Mm-hmm. But your, yeah. uh, there was something very um, energetic that was coming off of you that this child could sense and feel. And there was a lot of trust there yeah. for you. And that was created Ooh. in another lifetime as well. Interesting. Um, I'll tell you, Jacob just says what what he wants for Christmas is for his family not only to feel his love, but know that there is no greater goal in life but to love and his life was an absolute success because oh. he both loved and felt love. Yeah. yeah. That's uh, just like Eric's um, grave marker says, he loved deeply and was deeply loved. And I think that would yeah. be very appropriate to Jacob as well. Yeah. I heard that the, um, a kinship that you, uh, one of the, one of the past lives I see with you, with some of the patients, like this one you're talking about, the deceased, um, yeah. is that you were practicing medicine back oh. in the day where oh. uh, I see like, oh, my gosh, this looks like it's a, um, I, the room has like wood floorboards. So I, and, and you kept it, you were understanding that there was, you were trying different methods to understanding blood, learning blood. Oh. And, um, okay. Yeah, so this is, I'm going to say probably in, in the past hundred hundred years or so and that oh, you tried wow. experimental um methods and um, now i'm doing that with, again well we yeah we're not so experimental methods anymore, yeah, yeah. No, experimental no, methods and that you practice and you you know you were you were honest with them you know but you yeah. show mm-hmm. you held their hands and you shared um the love and kindness that they so wanted where there was no hope mm-hmm. anywhere else you gave them mm-hmm. hope and you mm-hmm. learned. Of course, that's the science of medicine. Oh, yeah. You learn yes. from these cases and, yeah. and how to move forward and learning about blood. Like you see with this microscope, this old microscope. It's really interesting. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So, Sarah, yeah. Adam, 
what other advice can you give those in pain to make mm. it through all the way through New Year's? Yeah, well, it, it's going to be, uh, for most people, will be up and down. If, if you feel like you need to get away, then that's fine, too. You don't have to stay at home. If, usually our home is our safe space. But now, of course, if it brings up um, daunting memories, is uh, to know that um, by delving into different teachings and understandings, what is your safe space include? Is this meaning um, going to a service of some sort um, and honoring that person? Um, mm-hmm. For me, it was I know when I was at, I did go to church, I'll be honest, um, a non-denominational church for about a year and a half after Adam passed, but I felt yeah. safe and I could feel him in the church. Because at home, I was surrounded by sadness. At oh. church, I was, it was uplifting. Because yeah. everyone, mm-hmm. you, you know, you've got the, from the ministry, the, from the singing, from um, just the energy of all the people. Yeah, it's wonderful. Um, it's like I could, my body would vibrate and I could feel them. I could feel them touching my hair. I could feel oh. it, just feel the energy. It was, so I looked forward to going, but I knew it was because I needed to learn to quiet my mind and focus, be able to focus. Right. I couldn't yeah. do, it took a long time at home to do that because things would pop up. But I know I needed those things to pop up, as we all know, like walking in the yeah. room and seeing this or that, and it takes you back to a memory. Yeah. Um, you mm-hmm. still have to confront that and work through it, but in your own timing. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, so figuring out what is best for you, whether this is um, going in the bathroom and screaming <laughs> Or if this is yeah. going outside and being in nature for 30 minutes. Yeah. Um, what really also helped me was writing letters to Adam. Oh. Just writing letters, pouring your heart out, venting. If you're in an angry stage of your grief, vent. Yeah. You know, if you want to vent to God, the universe, if you want to vent to your loved one because you're mad at them, that's a normal, that's a normal process. So it, there is no right or wrong, and so don't let exactly. anyone else tell you because this is between you and your loved one. Okay, so um, I would say try not try not to numb yourself. Meaning, uh, alcohol is a depressant for me. Yeah, it upsets my stomach too, thankfully. Yeah. And um, so um, for me, writing to him and feeling his energy. Um, I knew was uplifting for me, but I had to do it in my private, private way until mm-hmm. I could get more, um, get my sea legs, mm-hmm. I want to say, yeah. and uh, felt them underneath me, which took a lot of time. That first year and that second year of the holidays um, was good and bad. It was good yeah. and bad. Uh, um, and, um, and all of our birthdays, anniversaries, Adam's um, death anniversary, all of our whole family, all the dates are within a seven-week period. Wow. wow. So it's kind of hard from, yeah, mid-November yeah, to January. It's all right there. And so it's, it's, but I do know that now that I can communicate with him more fully, I know that he's in my energy or I'm in his energy role together, this mass, mm-hmm. right? It's not separate. Yeah. Right? Um, where it's, I don't feel... That tug, and what also what he's talking about is social media. A lot of people go to social media, mm-hmm. and um, sometimes that, that can bring you down because you see mm-hmm. how other friends and family and other people are living their best life. Oh yeah, and especially around the holidays. 
So pay right. attention to what you're bringing in. He said, pay attention to what you're bringing into your energy field. Oh, pay attention. As a, as you know, general, or, a lot of people want to know when, what year does it start to get better? And of course, there's no rhyme or reason. It's different, but can you generalize it all, Sarah, Madam, and Eric? I just heard him say three, but for me, um, I think it's a two. Once I got to the second angel anniversary, my goal yeah. was to be able to hear him at my second angel anniversary is to hear him. Oh, play. Wow. Yeah. But to feel good, not like one day I feel them and then a week later I don't because of my own oh, energy yeah, right. dropping, you know. So, right. um, uh, but I heard two and a half to three. It's because okay. we're creating new patterns of thought and oh, feel, you know, yeah. new new ways of doing things. So we don't keep falling back. Well, this is how we used to do it. But it's how, he says you have to be proactive in a way, now yeah, forcing like yourself. New wiring in the neurological. Yeah, new system. wiring. Yeah. Yeah, new wiring. Wow. Right, let's talk about you're never forget. Yeah. Oh, no, never forget, of course. Um, can we talk about men? You know, they're often the invisible grievers. And, mm-hmm. you know, women, I mean, like, I can only speak to me. My husband was just a rock. And it's like, but I know he felt. I mean, I know he did. And, and sometimes we, I had to stop and say, you know, to my husband, how are you doing? How are you feeling? You know, and, and of course I did it to the uh, to the kids too. But um, can can you talk, uh, Eric and Adam and, and Sarah, about how to handle fathers, brothers, etc., fr- friends uh, during the holidays? To help um, them. You want me to answer, Michelle? You want to chime in, and then I will. Yeah. Well, Eric is just saying that. Um, so. He's just speaking to men at first, and he says, you know, um, many men are biologically wired to protect or to, mm-hmm. um, you know, to uphold. And he says, so when crisis occurs, it's like that, you know, when we talk about the nurturing, so, you know, gender doesn't really matter. He says we can have either or and all of the above, but speaking in the terms of like nurture and protection, they're heightened in the male, just like the female is heightened with nurturing. Yeah. The male gets heightened with protection. So when there's crisis, that's the mode that is taken. goes into this protection. I'm going to handle this. I'm going to take care of this. And he says, um, sometimes uh, the one thing that can happen is he says there can be this, uh, not wanting to surrender. Like, if I let go, then everything's oh. going to break apart. He oh. says it's like this. I need to hold the ship and steer the ship and keep everything under control because if I let go, then we're going to sink. We're going to fall under. And so he says the best thing is to remind, you know, whether this is anybody in, in your life that is holding things together for the family or feels they need to do that, is he says is to give them opportunity to be able to take the back seat. If you're able to step up and take care of something for them, to show yeah. them that you're okay in doing that. Because he says a lot of times when we don't realize it, he says subconsciously we take positions with our family, with our friends, and it we just kind of fit where things 
or we just kind of go where things fit rather, he says. So yeah. it's like really paying attention to, you know, what needs do I have and how am I getting them met? And then asking what needs do they have? And if they're not saying, maybe what do you observe that you can help with or take over to give them a chance to be able to loosen the grip a little bit and have a moment to take care of themselves as well. Can we get a message um, from Adam for his father? Uh, Eric, for your father, my husband, in case you didn't know, and also Jacob for your father uh, on, you know, during this time of the holidays that will help them? Maybe starting with Adam? Yeah. Um, well, Adam already said he goes, my dad's going to toast him. We know that. <laughs> but um, well, he's talking about how um, that um, this feeling the vulnerability, vulnerability that we talked about earlier, this is where um, his dad is growing, and this is where the, he's very proud of his father um, oh. and how he is growing in vulnerability meaning it's okay to share your emotions and um, your grieving heart. But to share, you're in a place now, you know, in our in our lives that my husband, um, he understands that there is more, that, you know, this was Adam's journey so yeah. that he can continue. And so he knows, and um, Adam is very proud of him because he knows that, you know, Larry recognizes when he feels Adam with him or giving him guidance and understanding. So he's in a place which, yeah, whether he's working on a motor, on a race motor, whatever it is, or a building or whatever, that he can feel the guidance. He might not share it with his friends so much, but now Mm -hmm. all his friends get messages and signs from Adam. But he, because of that, the male energy of him, that he doesn't want everyone else to think he's strange or not or whatever um, oh, for the yeah. validation. But um, of course. Uh, that this was part of his, you know, his dad's journey was to open up his heart, you know, and to feel his emotions and, and to, to grieve, um, grieve the loss of a child and to know that there, there is more, more to life than just what we see. There is right. more to life than what we see, and that there's always another day, and that it, another day to open up and to be generous because everyone, he said he's, that his dad is recognizing that everyone has pain and suffering in their lives. Yeah. And once you understand that, you can be more compassionate towards others. You That's can right. understand that everyone has something behind closed doors. Oh, yeah. And that the universe will bring those right people in your path, you know, that maybe that you can help, that you can you can counsel or give advice to. So the message really is for his dad is that he's very proud of him and how far he is or how far he's come in his grief. Awesome. We should toast Larry. Absolutely. Yeah, mm-hmm. toast Larry. <laughs> we'll toast him. Fireball. Yeah, we go. Gross. All right. um, uh, um, Then next, Eric, uh, a a message to help your father get through the holidays, and then Jacob for his daddy. Um, Eric is just, he he started talking about, um, he says that he always was so wanted to be like Papa. Oh, God, yes. um, Papa's so strong. Yes. And so smart. And Eric admires that so much in him. And so he just says that 
um, it's okay to show that there's some fear or the fear of, of change. Um, he says everything in moderation, meaning that if, if you let loose, if you let that strength kind of open up, he says everything in moderation is going to be okay. He says yeah. there's a balance. There's a balance that, that we can have that we don't have to hold on so hard. Yeah. And he's just saying that um, that Papa is actually, um, he's come a long way. And yes. he says that, um, that in fact, in the last couple of years, um, he's connected with some parts of himself that really he hadn't ever before. And he says in this next coming two years, even more for him to experience. But he's just saying that um, feeling fear is necessary to feel love. Acknowledging oh, fear is, wow. is that way to scale love. So he just wants Papa to know he's very proud of him. He's mm-hmm. very proud of him. And um, oh. and he, he loves him very much. I know. Uh, he's an awesome guy. Mm-hmm. All right, Jacob, mm-hmm. what about for your dad to get him through? Because, I mean, I, I, I'm dealing with something. Uh, Eric was much longer ago, and then Adam, and then now Jacob, more recent. So I, I wanted to share these three examples to help people across the spectrum. So, Jacob, how can you help your dad? He says that um, this year in particular, um, he's just saying because there's so much new for him, for our family, he says, um, that the most important thing for this year is to really focus on the flow the cycles of how you feel. And he says that, you know, for his dad, he's saying for him to engage in anything that helps him to feel good. And he's actually showing me if you can sit down and watch a funny movie, if you can do anything to help lift yourself up a little bit, he says that's going to help you ride out this period of time. He's just acknowledging that there's going to be a lot of firsts that he's going to experience that he's already experienced. Yeah. And he says, and, and it's okay. It's okay to feel those first and it's okay to whether he's ever going to feel normal again. Mm. My family's going to doubt whether mm-hmm. they're ever going to feel good again. And so he's just saying that it's going to take time, but he says this year in particular is a year that if being at home is hard, go out to eat. Yeah. Go take yourself somewhere out to eat. Look at, he says, different scenery. Look at something because uh, Jacob says, whether you are doing the same things that we've always done or doing something different, I'm with you in all places. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Jacob's yeah, and I'd like, I'd like to um, add, too, about with men or whatever. Some, You know, uh, our family members, our immediate family members, when when a person, um, you know, um, exits the matrix, it's more or less that everything has to reconfigure. We're all to find a different mm-hmm. placement in our family. And Ooh, so everyone's yeah. on a different page. It, it's like we're mm-hmm. all rubbing up against each other in different places, you know. So the mm-hmm. one thing that maybe didn't irritate you before is now going to irritate you. 
So that's where the extra love comes in and just understanding that um, we're never on the same page in the family. We're just never on the same page. So we all kind of talk to each other. Mm It's like a game of Jenga. And it can feel like that. And, you know, one can feel left out. So, like, say with me, my daughter felt left out because no one was asking about her like they were asking about how I was doing. You know, it's just little things like that. Or or things that her emotions and feelings of her childhood were coming up, you know, and she was being brutally honest about things that I maybe needed to look at and not realizing. So it brings up everything. So it's really almost like you got to have a come to Jesus talk <laughs> with each other mm-hmm. too when you're ready. That's but true. But it doesn't, um, and, and that's why it's, there's a lot of breakups when you go through grief in the family mm-hmm. because it's very right. difficult. So don't hesitate right. getting, you know, um, therapy, counseling, um, you know, uh, life coach, or spiritual, spiritual grief counseling, whatever it is, get get mm-hmm. help because especially the male because they have to sort through maybe emotions of their whole childhood will come up, not just oh, wow. what happened recent. So right. it's uh, there's so many layers, and a lot of men, I don't want to say including some women, that they don't want to look at their emotions. They'd rather no. put them under the rug like we were taught growing right. up. Mm-hmm. You know, nothing to see here. <laughs> But that's what's going to bring more peace on earth if we all work through our stuff and bring more peace within us. Yeah. And that's what's going to bring the peace on earth. It's not outside us. It's within us first, like we talked mm-hmm. about earlier. Um, yeah. But with men, it, it feels like, you know, um, I've worked with a lot of men, a lot of male clients, um, and, and, you know, and kudos to all of them for wanting to look at their emotions and be a part of it and understand that they can look at their patterns you know, in their life. And so, mm-hmm. and then work through and forget forgiveness. We didn't even talk about forgiveness. That's a huge mm-hmm. chunk of this grief journey. Right. Forgiveness. Oh, mm. oh, oh yeah. It's deep. That's, that's a whole nother show. So yeah, it um, is a whole nother show. <laughs> I would love to start taking callers, but I, I have um, a couple of questions. Uh, uh, okay. I have a, a, a client uh, uh, that uh, I've done some Atlanta scale work on, uh, Kristen Bethgerud from Norway, and she just sent me um, her singing this Christmas song, and I swear to God, she sounds like an angel. And I'm wondering if Eric nudged her with this beautiful, this beautiful voice. I mean, it's like it's meant for something. And maybe it's part of the documentary. Ooh. Maybe it's part of whatever. Yeah. Um, Eric, did you nudge? Christian um, Berkerud, my way, our way. He said he sure did. <laughs> Felt like it. Yes. And yes. also one other, Giovanna Raglove. Oh, let me see. Her, her, um, the, jo, Jovo has cancer, and he's starting chemotherapy. He's. I'm just starting to do the microbiome and other. Is there anything else she wants to know that can be done, or maybe it's a spiritual contract, and she's not going to pull through. I don't know. Jovo Radlovic. Um, he uh, he just said um, it is a spiritual contract, but it doesn't mean it's a spiritual contract to end his life. Okay. So potential. Um, potential exit. Yeah. Ah. yeah. Okay. So um. Just the same thing like Eric is just saying to me, that was my potential exit. 
if if I were to take yeah. it when yeah. I was diagnosed. So he's saying like the same thing because he says um, connecting with yourself, surrender the need to control the situation. And he says, but this is uh, to, to keep going, to persevere, to do what you can to assist. But this is a process about going inside. Eric said this is, is about this is the cabinet. That- Mm-hmm. Does the daughter need to order any more scanner work? I mean, I, I'm, 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 I, I don't think we did the cancer one on. I can't remember, but uh, not, or, not right now. Not right not now. Right now, he says. Let no, he says um, work. We can okay, check. Back, we can check back a little bit later, but he's just That's saying what I that. Figured. Yeah, what's been done that needs to kind of settle before anything right, else good. is done. Excellent. I'm also hearing journaling for Jovo for journaling. Journal all those thoughts and emotions because we have to ex- to to expel them out of our body because there's like exactly. in our yeah. journaling and he will it feels like he will like um, he'll be amazed by some of his words that come through you know so it's like almost like a release yeah. and this this Good. cancer is is a very, it's a emotional energetically very emotional mm. okay. It's what it's connected to. And he could be really you know, something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He could turn it into a personal blog at some point yes. if he wanted to. Oh. Yes. That would be, see, how yeah. we overcame it. Yes. Yeah. I love yeah, that's it. That's amazing. This is a teaching, leadership and teaching with us, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, his, his awakening. This is his awakening. Yeah. Well, Another that sounds very helpful. Awakening. That sounds very yeah. helpful. Yeah. Yes. All right. Uh, all right. Well, let's go on to the first caller. Seven three four area code. Hi there. How are you doing? Hello. Hey. Thank you for being so patient. Oh, thank you for taking my call. Of course. Um, I don't know if this is something Eric can help with or not, but we. Lo- my son lost his dog, and he's just really upset about it. And I was wondering if Eric give us a clue as to where to look at the dog. His name is CJ. He's a miniature pincher, I think, brown dog. Oh, he's lost, lost, not dead. Oh, God. Okay, good, good. Eric, can you, you know, Liz Cross would be good at mind probing him. And figuring out how far away he's at the home. So, how far away is he from where he was lost, Eric or Adam? Both. He's not far. Yeah, her, he's um, not far. Are you getting that he got picked up? Yeah, so he's with somebody. I got. Yeah, I heard that he got picked up. Yeah, he's with somebody. Um. Ooh, Lisa, you could use the divining rods too for distance and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. we've done it before. Yeah. So, um, wow. So, uh, is he? Hopefully, he does. He have a microchip. He does. He does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I heard that he was chipped. Okay. And uh, my oldest son was keeping him while my uh, middle son went on vacation, and. Um, I think when the dog got out, he just tried to go back home, which is only like mm-hmm. maybe six miles. Oh. And he was seen between the two um, locations a couple of times. Check yeah, in with the one lady. Yeah, sorry. 
Um, he, he's going to, he's going to get him back. Um, because I can see his energy coming back. Um, so now I'm, I can't be sure because Eric is not saying for sure if it's going to happen by Christmas time, but there's going to be some information or something around Christmas time. Um, and there's always a chance he could come back, but, um, make sure that you put whatever information that you can, uh, in more than one place on the internet. posted everywhere. Yeah, it's posted everywhere. Everywhere. It's got it's gotta be seen because who has him I feel is not um like looking everywhere. Like is not so just just put things out because there's gonna be somebody else that's gonna see the dog and then tell them, Oh, this dog I saw on a so I don't know if it's an older person that has the dog and they're just not That's what, I'm that's what know, I was getting like was that. an older person. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 I, I'm just so happy that that he's uh, hopefully inside and warm because it's yeah. really, uh, getting cold here. I know. Yeah. 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 He's okay. Oh. He, he's he's Eric and Adam, y'all. And, Eric and Adam, y'all take care of that puppy, okay? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much, and I I wish everybody a very merry uh, Christmas and uh, to you. Um, and to you. Great New Year. Yeah, you too. Be a better new year. Yeah, I'm hoping to you so much. Let us Love know what happens. Love you. I will. Oh, that sounds so hopeful. What a wonderful Christmas present that would be. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I think yeah. it's. I think it's because of the holidays. That's where there's a you know, the communication during the holidays. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, five yeah. one three area code. I think this is probably going to be the last call. How can how can I help you? Oh, they blo- they dropped. Okay, they didn't want to. They didn't want to talk. All right, six three zero area code. Hi there. How you doing? Are you there? Three zero area code. No. Okay, uh, five one five area code. Going once, going twice. Hi there. Hello. How are you? Fine. How are you doing? Great. So we got here. I wish everybody happy holidays. Oh, thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, um, I was just really enjoying listening to the show. I'm surprised you took callers because, you know, all your lives are so interesting. Oh. Um, so I guess I, I would just like to hear something good for the holidays. What a nice. That's awesome. I love that question. Okay. Eric Adams, mm. let's go. Yeah. What do you get, Michelle? Well, um, Eric's just saying, he says, you know, this is the time of year for you. Anything in this past year or anything that you felt that you've had regrets at or anything, he goes, this is a great time to let it go because anything that you've experienced that's given you that contrast in life, he says it's going to give you gifts in this next year. So he's just saying to, to keep going. He goes, keep going down that road for what you want because you're going to get what it is that you're looking for. And so I don't know if there's some, something you're working towards or you will be working towards, but he's showing like a um, having physical examples or, or 
like it coming into the physical for you. Well, that's that's wonderful. Thank you very much. That was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, awesome. so that's what I got was um, things will be flipping into more of a in, uh, yes projection and mm-hmm. to be open to the new path. So you're like you're a quick manifester. Uh, and just to be looking for those synchronicities and those signs, you know, that you know you're on your the right path of thought. And that oh, my you're gosh, for days and days it fun. days, I've just been seeing 222, 323, 444, 555. Oh, perfect, because I am a number freak, yes. Oh, my so gosh. I know that that means that you are in your flow. Like you're in a zone. Think of a professional ball player. They're, when, they're, when they're playing their great game, they're in their flow. You know you're in your yeah. flow when you notice those synchronicities and signs. You're in your flow. Yes. You're in your right mindset. Okay. Awesome. So keep that going. You'll know when you're not seeing it. You know you're off. That you need to. You're just <laughs> off track a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I, I try to stop like, having expectations. <laughs> That's part so cool. Pardon? What was that? I, was I said thing? I just stopped. I stopped having expectations. And just starting going with the flow. There we go. Stop having expectations. Yeah, yeah that's right. Expectations are dense energy to get through. <laughs> sure enough. Well, good for you. I'm excited for you. I'm excited yeah, too. That's awesome. All right, so All right. Sarah, you have so much to offer you and your boy Adam. How can people get in touch with you, and how can you help them? Oh my goodness. Okay, so my. Facebook group. It's a private group. It's doing grief differently with Adam and Sarah. I love that. And um, in a, a keep it more of a, a, a more of an uplifting uh, group yes. uh, where I channel Adam and I channel you know celebrities or uh, recently passed just uh, famous people that come through and um, I do like just different um, intuitive games to help others to open up more. Um, I, you can reach me at um, my website, sarahkajawa.com, and you can you know, send me an email through there to reach out to me. And I do mediumship, psychic readings, past lives, uh, uh, Reiki energy healing. I do a little bit of everything, all a cart. So that's how hey, you can we reach should out have, to me. We should have regular sessions, girl. If you ever, well, you yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah, it'll be fun. I'm busy, but it'll it'll if you want to do that. We have some fun ones. Yeah. Yes. Okay, sounds good. All right, and um, uh, Lori Manolo, that would be a really good group for you to join. So please do that yes. if you're still listening. All right, I love you all. Please have a wonderful holiday. Uh, I, I, I'm going to take a little break in a little while. Uh, and you know, I hope you guys have the most love-filled holiday ever. And we will not have a radio show next Tuesday because I will be camping in the cold. All right. Love you guys. Uh, and Michelle.com. Yes. Excuse me. It's always in the description box though. I love you, Adam and Sarah and Michelle and Eric. Love you. Eric says love you. Mama. Love you, everyone. Love you, Sarah. Thank love you. you Happy holidays. Okay. Bye. 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 With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.